Welcome back to another episode of Redeem and Saying So. My name is Ray, and as you know, July is a takeover month. Take so over. I have with me here Derek Hewlett. Hey. He is your host for today, so I'm going to hand it over to you. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's so <laughs> excited to be back on the Redeem and Saying So podcast. Welcome back. You were on season one, episode two. Yeah, yeah, that was a <laughs> great episode. And uh, if you have not watched that, make sure you go back and watch that Redeem and Saying So. It's awesome. Has so much Thank good you. content. And so, yeah, I am so excited to be your host for the day. <laughs> just to be able to walk I'm you excited through. excited to have you. Oh, yeah. You, well, you already know. You already know. Um, but, yeah, we got a really good session and episode for you guys today. Today, we're going to be talking about, drum roll, Christianity ain't comfortable. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think a lot of times, uh, the reason why I, I thought about this is, there's so many times when we go through life, especially as people of, uh, that are in the body of Christ, where it's, it's challenging. Mm-hmm. It poses so many challenges. And a lot of times, I don't want people to get the wrong idea coming into it. Like, oh, God's going to bless you with everything. You're going to be protected from everything. And everything's <laughs> just going to be good and great. You're going to make yeah. it to heaven. And that's not <laughs> always the case, right? Like, from your reaction, we know that's it's not always the here. case. <laughs> yeah, that's not always the case. Uh, so I kind of want to do a little interview style with you today and ask okay, you some questions that. and really get the audience engaged in our conversation and, and uh, how you feel about it and, and what are some things that we could uh, share with them, some practical steps and things like that. So okay. my first question is, <laughs> what comfortable things do you feel many people aren't willing to give up for Christ? I would say, I would say, like, for me, one thing that was really hard was, like, my friends, like, Mm. was giving up those, not even giving them up necessarily, but I had to change those boundaries. Um, Mm. And I think that's one big difference from us in the world and us as believers of Christ, Mm -hmm. uh, who are now sons and daughters of Christ. Yeah. Um, There are boundaries that we have to set in place to protect ourselves from sin, to resist sin. We have to have boundaries. Right. Um, and I think that's one thing that's really hard because we need the world. It's like, I'm young, wild and free. Like <laughs> I'm going to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And yeah. ain't nobody going to stop me. Yeah. Um, and not that, not like, cause God does give us free will, Yes. but it's like when you love someone, like when you're in a relationship with someone, there are certain boundaries that you don't cross because you love them and you respect them. And I think for me, one thing that was really tough was letting go of those friendships that I know were creating toxic environments that were creating environments that would cause me to sin. Um, That was really hard because one, those are people that I was around every day. Um, And then two- Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What time period is it? What do you mean? Oh, this is like 2017 to late 2018. Uh, college? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. College. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those are people like, it's uh, like we became like a group. Mm-hmm. And it was like people that we rode together from when I got there to like, <laughs> so they still hanging to this day. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. My thing was like, I didn't want them to think like, oh, I'm judging them or 
But I didn't want them to look at me like I was this type of person. And it's like, no, I'm the same person. I'm not the same person. But, but like, I still love you. I just, my, I understand my assignment and I have to walk this way. Um, and we just, we can't, we, if we're not going in the same direction, we have to set boundaries. Like I can still talk to you, but there's certain places that I can't go with you. Like there's certain things I can't talk about with you because we are on two different paths now. Right, 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 right. And so I love the the personal examples you gave. And uh, I was thinking about this too, right? So when I think about, um, other people, uh, what, what are some things that may come to mind when you think about like other people in the world, like people who are considering, oh, okay, maybe I want to go to church, or I want to read the Bible and mm-hmm. stuff. What are some things you think that like they 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 might not want to give up? Like I think about the guy um, where Jesus told him, he said, the guy was like, hey, let me go bury my father first, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like what are some things that you think about with um, not just yourself, which is good, but like also like the general public and people who like, oh, I might want to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would say things that satisfy your flesh to generalize it. Like, right. and I don't want to, <laughs> let me, let me clarify because like people think that when you're a Christian, like you can't have fun. Yeah. Like everything's dull and boring. And yeah. Like, no, that's not the case. But I think God can be very fun. I, God got a sense of humor. Like I he know he's up there. He just really rolling. do. Like, yeah, no, yeah, God could be very fun. It's just, yeah. it's just a godly type of fun it is. that the world is not used to. Yeah, and it's like, like I said, when it comes to, because the difference is like religion and relationship. Yeah. When you have a relationship, there are certain things that you do and don't do to protect that relationship. Correct, so correct. I'm not going to put myself in a situation that would harm my relationship yes. with Jesus. Like anything that would separate me. For example... If I'm in a relationship with someone and we're having sex, I know yeah. that that's defiling my temple. And I know that's not a place where the Holy Spirit can dwell. And that's going to sure. hurt my relationship. Right, right, right. I know if I'm going out and drinking Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, like that's damaging to my temple. And that's not. Um, Is that drinking on a Monday? Child, I was doing it. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap. Is that's something that's going to harm like my relationship with Jesus. Right. Um, lying. Some people are habitual liars. Like, some people, um, they steal things like, um, gluttony, Mm -hmm. you know, is, it's not always just physical things, but there are like pride. You have to lay down your pride. Yes. Um, humility is definitely a hard thing for people to do. Um, because sometimes you don't always recognize that, um, how big your pride is. Oh yeah. That's something that, oh yeah. Like big one. when you start having a real relationship with Jesus, like he will start to reveal to you through the Holy Spirit. Like, hmm. You might want to check this. Yeah. You might want to sit down <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> yes. 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 For real. Uh, I would say for myself, um, one thing I thought about is there's a spoken word piece that I did. It's called Christianity is like a game. Mm-hmm. And the one thing, anytime you join a game, like you have to give up. Your mm-hmm. your own selfish identity yeah. and who you were in the past, right? Like the moment you join this gang, 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 <laughs> JCBG, Jesus right. Christ, blood gang. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so, like the moment you join this gang, you know you have to basically your loyalty mm-hmm. is on that gang, mm-hmm. right? And so it's kind of like that where there is a process where you have to 
um, a Christian and Christianity, right? You have to die and be born again. Mm-hmm. Kind of like they jump you in and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a painful process to get in, right? It's not well, easy. Well, to- I think it's easy to get in as far as like <laughs> accepting Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But like commit, walking in like, it. Like, once you commit, like, you got to commit. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. Um, and and kind of like uh, following up with that. So you mentioned earlier, you said the one thing that's tough for a lot of people to give up is their flesh and what mm-hmm. their flesh wants. What does denying the flesh look like? Because I imagine that's something that's uncomfortable to do mm-hmm. every day, like mm-hmm. the scripture says. What does that look like? I would say it looks like it looks like putting someone else before you. It's putting Jesus before you. Before you. But then it's flesh. also yeah. putting your neighbor before you. Ooh, that's tough. That that's what I'm saying. Like it's not. I mean, yes. And when you put your neighbor before you, that's an example of what Christ does. But it also means like I have to love someone that I might not like. My neighbor might not be someone that you know I get along with. Yeah. But your neighbor is anybody. It's anybody, anybody. Everybody. Yeah. It's anybody. Even the people who aren't Christians, you still have to extend that love to them because that's what Jesus did. Jesus didn't only hang around people who were following him. He went to the place where this woman was caught in the middle of adultery. Right. And it's like... sacrificial. He went into the places where it was uncomfortable, where it wasn't like people who always look like him. So I would say denying your flesh looks like putting putting something else before you. And as a Christian, you're putting Jesus before you. You're putting God's word before the things that you want. I might not want to pray every day, but I know I have to do that in order to keep my relationship with God. Yeah, oh, absolutely, 100%. I agree, I agree. I think it's a lot of saying no to the flesh, saying no to sin, Mm -hmm. saying no to certain mindsets and attitudes. Yeah, it's definitely a renewing of your mind. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, even when you said uh, physical pleasures, that are not beneficial yeah. to God. And, in the and right context. Like, yeah, 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 sex yeah. is not bad, but... It's not. In the confines of marriage. Right, because not, not all pleasures are bad, right? right? Not all pleasures are bad. It's um, just, I think the world has perverted it. Oh, 100%. It's like... 100%. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with having, you know, a margarita. Like, right. But then again, that's your own conviction. If you know you can't handle that, oh, don't yeah. do it. I think that's a whole different conversation in itself. Yeah. I think... Um, <laughs> I was, uh, I'll take a quick detour. I was talking to uh, one of one of my brothers, and like he can't drink at all, right? Mm-hmm. And I think just like the spirit gives different spiritual gifts, mm-hmm. and depending on the mm-hmm. unique individual, I think we all have different spiritual convictions as well, like based yes, on our sure. generation, our family history, like just the way that we're yeah. built and stuff. Like there's some things you could probably do I could never do, yeah. and vice versa, just because of the. The way God made yeah. me and my own individual uh, makeup. Yeah, right? like there's songs I cannot listen to. Like there's just some songs when they come on, <laughs> I have to turn it off. But that's why I think it's really good to, you have to have that relationship with the Holy Spirit to know your convictions, to be aware of that, to be sensitive to that. Oh yeah, 100%, 100%. Um, another thing is when I think about the uncomfortableness mm-hmm. of being of a a part of the body of Christ, right? It, I I immediately thought about the verse um, in Luke, where it talks about Jesus says the Son of Man has no place mm-hmm. 
to lay his head, mm-hmm. essentially. Right? He said it doesn't have... Foxes, foxes have, have holes. Yep. Yeah. Birds have nests, but mm-hmm. Son of Man doesn't have a mm-hmm. place to lay his head. What comes to mind when you think about that and just overall uncomfortableness? I think that, like, Christianity... Like, I don't, I don't like saying Christianity because I feel like people have really watered it down. Oh, but yeah. But being someone who is a follower of Christ who um, seeks out relationship with Jesus and the Holy Spirit, I think is definitely a sacrifice. Yes. Um, but that sacrifice has its benefits. But there is a lot that you are sacrificing in being a Christian as far as the things of this world. Now, it might feel like a sacrifice because the world is what we're born into. That's, that's, our, that's what we know in first nature as a, as a man, as a woman. Um, we know the world, but the word says before I was in your womb, before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is that intimate place with God that he wants us to get to, but we have to give up what our human nature knows, which is this world, which right. is things like, you know, people always like, I got to chase after the bad. No, you don't seek <laughs> after the kingdom of God. And he well, add, he will oh, he will give you the bag to steward. Like there you go. Like he give no. you the provisions for his vision. Exactly. All yeah. you have to do is seek after God, seek yeah. after His kingdom first. Yeah. But that seeking takes intentionality, mm-hmm. um, and that's a sacrifice sometimes. Because some people, like uh, for me, like at one point I was like, if I'm not busy, like if I'm not work, 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 yeah. I'm not doing nothing. But it's like. No, even in the kingdom of God, there is a balance between rest and work um, oh, 100%. and knowing what to say yes to, what to say no to. And that's part of the sacrifice, um, just giving up things that the world says is normal or the world says is okay mm-hmm. to follow after a life with Jesus. And so when you think about, um, you, talk, you talked about rest in there. Mm-hmm. Rest is it's so important. It's, it is. It's very essential. And I think a lot of people, they want rest, including myself. <laughs> like, but how can you seek rest when you put the work in for other things but not the kingdom of God, right? Do you think that's something that is your flesh is like, hey, I want rest and I want to be comfortable under my comforter, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> relax and all these things. But is it right to be trying to um, rest in a place where you haven't, put in any work for the kingdom you put you, you put all your time in for your job right and for other stuff but how can you seek rest what comes from god right i sleep but how can you do that and be comfortable well there is a scripture in the bible that says where a man's treasure is there's his heart mm-hmm. so just as you make time to do to go to work you'll make time to go to someone's birthday dinner you'll make time to do x y and z if your heart is truly after god you will make time like if that means sacrificing an hour in the morning an hour at night but you know in that hour that you spend with god that can change your entire day yes like that's something i'm willing to sacrifice right um but Even though it may be rest. uncomfortable in the moment. Right. But. Yeah. And God will give you rest. Like. Oh, 100%. I, I'm telling you, there's been times where I stayed up till 5 a.m. Just reading or just praying or just 
spending time with God. And it's like, dang, I got to get up for work in three hours. But I'm but telling somehow you. Somehow you woke up rejuvenated. With just... more energy than I did before. <laughs> <laughs> like, he will yeah. give you rest. Like, when it's a gift, when, like, I think rest is a gift. Like, when it's from God, when mm-hmm. it's something that he gives you. I'm telling you, that'd be some of the best sleep I ever had. The oh, best three hours of my oh, life. Oh, my like, goodness. Yes, it is. Yes, it's it a is. different type of, like, when it says peace that surpasses all understanding, I'd be like, what? Like, why am I even, like, happy about this? Like, And that's another thing. Like, you definitely learn to pick your battles. Um, and that's... So, it's also be, so you're also saying um, a part of being a Christian is comfortably knowing when to let God fight. And just be like, hey... You got it. I'm like, comfortable this being on the sideline this time. I'm chilling. I'm not going to be prideful and be like, I'm about to. Uh, uh. No. no. It's above me. It's, it's above <laughs> me, literally. Like, God, handle my lightweight. Handle. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, look, I tell God handle my heavyweight. Look, <laughs> all of it. Just handle my weight. All of it, Okay, yeah. take the burdens, please. Oh, uh, man, you, you mentioned uh, earlier you talked about follower. That I think one thing that people struggle with in terms of like they want to be comfortable, and mm-hmm. and the faith walk with with uh, mm-hmm. Christ is a lot of people want to be followers of Jesus, but not disciples mm-hmm. of Jesus. Mm-hmm. What what do you think the difference is in the comfortability level? Um, well, if you look at the disciples, they they literally left everything. They literally left their homes, literally left their jobs, their way of making money. They left. I mean, their parents. Yeah. And they were like, I'm walking with you. I'm sleeping with you. I'm eating with you. Yeah. I'm like dedicating 24-7 to following after you. I was thinking about it like this. So I looked it up in the concordance. A disciple is somebody that's a pupil, Mm -hmm. a student. Uh, They are somebody that's that's actively learning. Yeah. Yeah. Versus like a follower. I thought about it as somebody that's, um, they're kind of like on the sideline, mm-hmm. right? Like I think God gave me a, a really good analogy. You, you mind if I if I chime in real go quick? Ahead. What, what? So as I was as I was thinking about this this question, um, I thought about it like this, like a car, right? Mm-hmm. You know how you can follow somebody, mm-hmm. right? And and they're driving in the car mm-hmm. ahead of you, like, hey, I'm gonna follow you to the the, right. the spot, right? right? So so following is like somebody that's behind you or, or somebody in front of you. You're driving and you're in the car behind them and you're following the driver in another mm-hmm. car, vehicle in front of you, right? But you still get to do your own style of driving. Mm-hmm. You still get to listen to your own music. Right. You get to drive <laughs> at your own speed. Right. You get to hop in your own lane. Right. But when you're a disciple, you're saying, okay, I got to hop in the passenger seat mm-hmm. where Jesus is driving. Mm-hmm. So he's driving. So I got to listen to his music. Mm-hmm. He get to drive at yep. his speed. <laughs> and I have to now learn how to do this later. So yeah. like I got to basically follow and not just follow from a distance. Right. But actively be in the we're present. We're in the same boat. Yeah. Like, we're in the same yeah. car. So like, all right, all right. So I know exactly. Like, okay. Um, yeah, I think there is a difference in comfortability level there because is. even if you go off of that, you ever been in the car with somebody and you're not comfortable with them driving? What's the little the little emergency <laughs> <laughs> the little handle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, man, I do not feel comfortable with this person driving. You, right you. Now. Th- that's not being a car for you. Wait, you be driving fast? No, no, no. you drive recklessly. No, I do not. <laughs> yes, you do. Don't lie to the people like this. This is blasphemy. Okay, <laughs> this is not the truth. 
Uh-uh. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not, no, that's not the case. No. But I would say that's a really good example, like to make it practical. Yeah. To me, it's like the difference between relationship and religion. Yeah. Like it's one thing to go to church every Sunday. Um, even like there's people in church who actively serve who, uh, and I'm not using anyone specific, but mm-hmm. there's people who are go they're like, I sing in the choir every Sunday, or I serve as an usher every Sunday. I'm a greeter every Sunday. I go to Bible study. You can still do all that and still not have your own relationship. Right. You can still go to church every Sunday, go to every Bible study, every prayer meeting. But if you don't have anything, any relationship outside of that in your private time, then you're really just going through the motions. It's really just a routine for you at that right. point. There's right, no... Right, right intentional relationship you don't go home and say okay god let me set apart this time where i could be watching tv let me spend this time to cultivate my own relationship with you outside of what i do um in the confines of a church absolutely i agree i think that's real good um okay so moving more to like the fun questions so i got (laughs) when you think about jesus and his whole mission on earth Mm -hmm. it was an uncomfortable task Mm -hmm. that he was assigned which is you know he said not let not my will be done but father let your will be done right when you think about all of the action that jesus took while he was alive Mm -hmm. what was the most uncomfortable thing he did in your opinion a couple things came to mind for me is he did 40 days no food no water that's tough he did. He, he did sacrifice himself for the world, but I think that's, that's like more like we we all put him right. on that one. Um, he prayed for hours mm-hmm. without stopping, even though his boys asleep, mm-hmm. slumped. Or you think about um, how he was washing the disciples' feet. Which mm-hmm. which which said that would you feel like is most? If you had to rank them, which one you feel like is, is, is that? Not even for forty days. That's tough. Because, <laughs> like, I know it gets to a point where it's like, I start writing out restaurants. I'm okay. Because you, 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 know you know what's interesting? Cause a lot of people say they want comfort food. Yep. To feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. But how you supposed to, how you do that? How, you, how do you just do that? Uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. But, like I said, the sacrifice has reward. But, hmm. So we got. I thought initially I thought of when they were in the boat and he was really? sleeping. Oh Because my thing is like, bro, you've been walking with me all this time. We've been rolling huh. together, and you see me in this boat sleep. If you don't come lay down and go to sleep, like why are you up here waking me up? Because it's windy outside. Like no, if I'm in this boat with you, mm-hmm. relax, bro. I'm sure it was like four o'clock in the morning. You know Jesus be traveling in the middle of the night, like. Right. <laughs> so it's like that's even really interesting because you're highlighting the fact that Jesus was comfortable mm-hmm. where everybody else was uncomfortable. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And it's like I now I'm trying to put myself in the disciples' shoes yes. because. Because if you was on that boat, you would feel very uncomfortable. I would have been flipping out. And, and Jesus is just like, relax, like everything's cool. Like, and that, that's kind of how it is right mm-hmm. now. Like you go through storms and trials and tribulations and Jesus mm-hmm. is like, I got you. Like you're good. And you're like, I'm heck no. Like <laughs> this thing going down. Like, no. If you, when you have that relationship, you're able to like take a step back. Yeah. I think 
for me, like time really slowed down. Like when I was in the world, I was like, it, I reacted just fast. Like something made me mad, I just react. Like cuss words just falling out. Like, but <laughs> when I when I started like allowing the Holy Spirit to do the work in me, it's like okay, this is my situation. But let me step back and look at God in the situation. Mm-hmm. So like, although like if I'm putting myself in the disciples' shoes. In the moment, it would feel like chaos. But what they did is went to Jesus. They didn't go try to stop the storm themselves. They went to Jesus himself and brought their concerns to him. And that's the difference. When you don't try to make your own solution, when you don't try to go find outside solutions, but you go to peace himself and say, this is how I'm feeling. I need you to help me. And I think that really shows like the humanism. Like people think like, Oh, you're a Christian, like you're you're this robot. Like, no, we're still human. We still have feelings. But mm-hmm. we have someone we can go to who is able to change any situation that we might be in. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like the way you put that. Um, and I think a lot of people I think a lot of people in the world today don't like being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. They like being comfortable. And right. I think sometimes because we all have moments in our lives where we are put in uncomfortable positions. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, when you brought that up, how, like, if, if you're somebody that's not in the body of Christ and you haven't given your life to Christ, what are some things you think people turn to for comfort and it's not Christ? Mm, drugs, um, other people, whether it be like friends, family, um, what's the word? Codependency. Mm hmm. Um, some people turn to alcohol, some people turn to weed, some people turn to sex, some people turn to, um, some people run from their problems, like, some people they try to- comfortable running, just- Like, some people are just- Trap distant. stars. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's a runner, she's a track star. <laughs> That's funny. No, but it's like, I think a lot of people, like, when you don't want to identify, like, what you're actually struggling with. Mm-hmm. You don't notice that you're searching for so many other temporary fixes to satisfy the void that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, like people who have daddy issues don't understand what, when they haven't addressed that issue. They don't understand that they're going from man to man trying to fill this void um, that no man can ever satisfy. Right. Um, and I mean, they people fill voids with anything. Like anything, some yeah. people eat away their issues, mm-hmm. um, and that's gluttony. But yeah. yeah, I think when you're in the world, it's finding anything to make you feel more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. but it's always a temporary fix. That's good. I agree. I agree. Last question, man. We'll, we'll get up out of here. Um, what is one tip or a message you want to leave with the people? Um, about this topic one thing um and i got asked this question in the last episode but Mm -hmm. my one true message behind redeem and saying so is that there is love that is unconditional like there is love that will take you just as you are with everything that you did with everything that you're going to do and it will receive you with open arms and that's the love of God. Mm-hmm. When he sent Jesus to die for us, 
he said, I see you as you are, but I love you so much that I'm willing to give my only son for you so that we can come back together and have our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, once I understood that, it was so easy for me to let go of everything like right. of the world. I mean, it from from like a mental perspective, mm-hmm. it wasn't like, dang, I miss doing this. It was like, yeah, you know, this might have been cool. But once you understand like and you have that relationship with your father, your heavenly father, it's like none of that even matters. Like nothing else matters. Once you understand the love that he has for you and you receive that love, mm-hmm. it's like a game changer. Like nothing else matters. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you're what you did. He will take you just as you are. And and God is very patient. Like he he was patient with me because I was a troublesome child. <laughs> I was a troublesome <laughs> child of God. I did not want to listen. <laughs> I was like, God, I hear you, but I don't want to do it. Oh, but yeah. He will walk with you. He will talk with you. He wants that relationship with you. Yeah. Like, can you imagine someone wanting you so bad they will send their son to die for you? Yeah. Like that. That's that's amazing to me. Yeah. So. And, and, I would and, say, uh, yeah. No, sorry. go ahead. Go no, ahead. Um, should, okay. Well, I, I was talking about earlier. Just Jesus is essentially asking us to do the same thing that He did for us, mm-hmm. right? Just as He was willing to give up Himself, mm-hmm. sacrifice Himself, be uncomfortable for our sake. Right. We should be willing to do the vice versa right. for Him, right? So he's saying you have to be sacrificial. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to give up. You have to be willing to be comfortable in the uncomfortable moment mm-hmm. in this walk with me because I did the same thing for you, mm-hmm. right? And um, my 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 final thing, my final thought was when it comes to being um, uncomfortable, I was thinking about just how amazing. <laughs> God is, but he still lets us travel through these moments yeah. to learn, mm-hmm. hey, you gonna, this is going to happen often. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen all the time. Right. You might as well get used to it. <laughs> and most importantly, think about, let the Holy Spirit do his job. What do I mean by that? Yeah, that's good. The Holy Spirit is the, they call him the what? The comforter. So if he's supposed to be your comforter, right. that means you are automatically supposed to be in uncomfortable positions right. doing uncomfortable on, things because you need comfort yeah so let the holy spirit do his job so that means you got to be doing your part and doing the uncomfortable things mm-hmm. that god has tasked you to do well way or should i say way bam <laughs> it has been good and great talking to you today it's i've had so much fun oh yeah i hope everybody listening got something out of this as well yes. remember that christianity is not comfortable it's and not. if you're considering it which I encourage all people to do so. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Mm. Just try them out. Try a little simple side. Even though you may go through this walk, if you're already a part of the body of Christ, it might be uncomfortable. But you it, get a comforter. You get a comforter. <laughs> you do get a comforter. You do. And we're not talking about the ones you just stay over when Mm-mm. you go to bed. Mm-mm. We're talking about a live, living comforter. Yes. But just know, if you're considering it, <laughs> it ain't. Peaches and cream and puppies and rainbows and all that stuff. Christianity tough. The walk is tough. It's so, not meant to be comfortable. I 10 out of 10 recommend. 
Ten out of ten recommend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we do recommend it. Five stars. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, without further ado, guys, we thank you uh, all for just joining and listening, and uh, we hope to see you all next time. And we yeah. hope that you have a good rest of your day. Any final words, Ray? No, you got it, host. All right. See y'all later. <laughs> Peace.